Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Undressing Room Podcast. What's up, L'Oreal? Hey, Eva, how you doing today? You know, I feel like Beyonce shining, shining, shining. How you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing okay. You know, making it day by day. Every day ain't the best day, but we're going to make it the best day that we can make it. That's all we got. Well, I do know that this has been quite an eventful week, I must say. It's like two weeks all in one week. It I is. mean, the Emmys went down. Black women won very big this year. Congratulations. Woo. It was so beautiful. Also, Ray J, he is uh, just going to stay in the news these days, I see. And he decided, you know what? Tired of being quiet. Tired of being okay. shy. Tired yeah. of being classy. Right. He's going to call out the Kardashians again. Woo! But this time, he came with the receipts, girl. Oh, my God. And uh, <laughs> Nikki, my girl, Nikki Minaj, Onika, the one and only, she ruffles a lot of feathers and the barbs go in on Meg the stallion oh, oh my, my goodness can we have one weef without beef like i mean we could just do impossible meat at this point we don't need i no like more impossible beef. beef i love impossible beef you know what the <laughs> most impossible beef is Nicki What's minaj that? versus garcelle bouvier i'm gonna tell you right now garcelle don't want none of that no not at all she better fall back back onika she does not want that kind of smoke at all uh-uh speaking of smoke what else is going on well, it looks like Little Kim and 50 Cent's beef is not dying down anytime soon. So what? we're going to talk about that. Listen, they've been beefing for 17 years now. That's too Why? damn long. Oh, man. I'm going to get all into that a little later on. Also, crime is getting out of control. Rapper PNB Rock was recently killed in L.A. Ugh. Such a tragic story. So heartbreaking. We're going to get into that. And also, it's going down with the final question to undress. Now, uh, you're not going to believe this week because things get a little out of hand. But this time, this happened. This is her moment. This is her chance to shine. Yes, this may have been a life dream of hers. She accomplished a goal. So why are you going to attach yourself to that? Uh, Make sure you oh, listen. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. It's, yes. it's a little difficult. That's mm -hmm. a little difficult. Mm -hmm. But it's all going down. And make sure you keep it locked to hear how we undress all of this mess on the Undressing Room Podcast brought to you by none other than Macy's. Macy's. But oh, you know I what, love Eva? Macy's. What? Macy's. Speaking of Macy's, makes me think of fashion, obviously, because we get a lot of fashion from there. And this week, you shut fashion week oh. all the <laughs> way down, okay? So you hosted a fashion show. You look yes. beautiful. Tell us Thank a little bit you. about it. Oh, my goodness. I had such an honor. It was such an honor to host the Bomb Fashion Show presented by Shea Moisture. It's my girl, Claire Summers, the fashion maven, the style icon herself, created a space for multicultural designers to show during New York Fashion Week. And it was amazing to see designs from all over the world, all over West Africa, South Africa, yes. girls from Miami, girls from Atlanta. I mean, the girls showed up. They showed out. I brought Vivica A. Fox with me, which you was... Better, you better say that, A. 
Let, well, you know, Vivica Fox <laughs> is the only person whose name is a complete sentence. Vivica a Fox. Yeah, you better tell her. Vivica only is one. a Fox, okay? Vivica a Fox. So she came <laughs> through. Uh, Drea Michelle was in the building. We had the likes of Ayanna Van Zant. Like everybody wow. came through. You know, I'm almost 40 years old. I started my career in entertainment, rocking a runway, just like that 20 years ago. So it was it was really really nice to be back. It felt like home. And I ran I into love that. to you because the weekend was Liddy in that city. When I tell you, Lori, yes, L, thank you for hosting me and Vivica at the Jets game. The kickoff listen, game. It, it would have been no game if it wasn't for the two of y'all, okay? Listen, it was raining, but the sunshine was definitely in the building with Eva and Vivica A. Fox, okay? A. Fox. Listen, <laughs> we went. We saw the park slopes, yes. the, the snow, they were skiing. We had good cocktails. We had so much fun. So we did the weekend right. Now, we we yes, need to see did. what everybody else did this weekend. But one thing I definitely did was make sure that my Macy's game was on point. You know, I of had course. all my threads in the bag. I was ready for the party. Now, speaking of fashion, we at that time where we're transitioning out of mm -hmm. summer into the fall. So it's all about the harvest hues. And That's Macy's right. is serving up the quintessential palette for autumn. It is spicy. It's nutmeg. It's warm pumpkin. It's giving fallen mm -hmm. leaves. Now, to bring an extra dimension to your harvest hues, Macy's has the tweed, you know, okay. a little bit of yep. pattern, some ruffles, suede, and other playful textures and patterns to get you all the way there. So no matter how you choose to wear your fall shades, because you're an individual, you are allowed to be different, go ahead and make your style you. Make it you at Macy's. And I definitely had to throw my Macy's on for the game this weekend. Shout out to Naked Wardrobe. Y'all know that that's one of my favorite brands yes. over there at Macy's. And I got the inspo that I needed by visiting Macy's.com slash own your style. Now, this is for those who maybe you're just a little tired of what's going on out here. You need a little bit of help finding your footing. Or even if you're that veteran that may need a pointer or two, you can mm -hmm. pair up with one of Macy's. Macy's personal stylist, because you don't know everything, right? You got to get put on to the new trends, to everything that's going on. And everybody can use a little bit of help, especially when it's totally free. Uh, you can't beat that at all. Now, they'll help you put your look together either in store or from the comfort of your own home. So it's super easy. All you got to do is head on over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. That's Macy's.com slash personal stylist. And I know, Eva, you've been dipping and dabbling into Macy's wine. Okay, I was going to say, because this is not even a part <laughs> of what I'm supposed to talk about, but so I love Macy's so much. I When I get my uh, clothes that I ordered, I get this coupon. And I remember mm -hmm. the first time I got it, I hit you up like, whoa, there's wine at Macy's. So Macy's right now, not only does Macy's have an entire wine shop with the best wines from around the world, but Right now is their summer end sale, y'all. So you can not only get great wine, but you can get great wine for the low, low. When I mean $7.49 a bottle for the wine right now. That's go on crazy. To, yes, go to Macy's. That's crazy right now. Wine shop. It's <laughs> everything. So I'm out here on a project and I'm over here trying to gift out wine. Only did they know Macy's delivered it to me. 
in a beautiful box. It was nicely wrapped. The prices are amazing. Hit their summer in wine sale and stock up for all your fall festivities because you know you're going to have people coming through the crib. Mm-hmm. All the time. And they be trying to drink up that lick lick, if you know what Listen, I mean. Listen, and speaking <laughs> of coming through the crib and drinking up the liquor, when I tell you last night the Emmys came through in Ooh. epic fashion. It was such a big night for women of color. Now, you cannot deny the Abbott Elementary is My one show. of the hottest shows. Masha, no it comes back, you know. It. You know what comes back this month. And not only does it come back, but it comes back with a new Emmy winner. That is right. So a new I, Emmy winner or two. Or correction. Two. Or two. <laughs> so our girl Quinta Brunson won the Emmy for outstanding yes. writing for a comedy series, making it her only the second black woman to win in the category after Lena Waithe, which is absolutely epic. Now, when walking onto the stage to give her acceptance speech, Jimmy Kimball laid on the floor as a, like a joke, as if she was walking and stepping over him. Now, many people felt that it was disrespectful. I thought, I mean, as many times as we see people awarded and called up to the stage to accept their awards. I mean, you don't want to get slapped, but you also, I don't know what happened here. Jimmy, wake up. I won. <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah, he tried to do a bit that failed, in my opinion. And even though they do have a personal relationship, he lost in his category. And their whole bit was that he was drinking backstage because he was depressed because he lost his category. So he had dived into the skinny margaritas and passed out from drinking too much on the stage. So when she came to accept her award, I felt like it was time for them to re be removed from the stage. And any other time you have those people that shoo you off and you show you which way to You just step back. You yeah. step back. So like for... The last award I gave was Tim's for the best new artist for the yes. BET Awards. Right. You, you say what's on the card, you give them their award, and you move what and we you call get the hell to on. The Why are you sitting there during her moment? I don't care. He, she said he was one of the first people to watch Abbott Elementary before it came on ABC, and they're both on ABC. So she did say he said it was one of the best comedies, period. Like, but that doesn't mean that you need to be up here while I'm receiving my award, unless it was Jimmy Kimmel brings you Quinta Brunson's Abbott Elementary. Then I can you, understand. You can't even find a way, a world in which he needed to do that. Like, roll your ass off the stage. Go away. Go. Well, okay, she so did respond, though, right? She did respond, and this is what she had to say. I don't know. I don't really. I, I know Jimmy Kimmel, and I don't know. I felt like the bit didn't bother me that much. I don't know what the internet thinks, but so I was wrapped up in the moment. I don't know. Tomorrow, maybe I'll be mad at him. I'm going to be on his show on Wednesday, so I might punch him in the face. I don't know. <laughs> I think she should. He should get a Because my thing is, this is... A epic moment. This it may is. not to say that because she may receive many more awards. She's so talented, but say that this is her one and only Emmy, whatever. Now you got this idiot laying on the floor underneath her in her shot. Like that wouldn't have happened to Tom Cruise or any of these white she, well, He wouldn't actors. have laid down for Scarlett Johansson. He wouldn't have done that. But Tiffany Haddish wouldn't be in front of a, a white man and they didn't get her up to move. They wouldn't, or any person. You get what I'm saying? She, Absolutely. You, it was disrespectful. It was disrespectful. It was extremely disrespectful. But to lighten the mood, not only did Quinta go home with an Emmy, we got an Emmy from an icon. So over-deserved. 
the queen. The from Moesha. Baby, we can take it back to Dream. She's the original Dream Girls on Broadway, baby. I know, that's right. With Loretta Devine. Honey, Miss Shirley Ralph from the series also won. She won Outstanding Supportive Actress in a Comedy Series. The second Black woman to win this award following the Queen, Jack A. Harry, for her role as Sandra Clark in 227. Now, I must say, Shirley Ralph's speech I could feel it in my soul oh she my got a gosh. standing ovation a thunderous Amazing. applause this is what she had to say to anyone who has ever ever had a dream and thought your dream wasn't wouldn't couldn't come true I am here to tell you that this is what believing looks like this is what striving looks like and don't you ever ever give up on you because if you get a Quinta Brunson in your corner if you get a husband like mine in your corner if you get children like mine in your corner and if you've got friends like everybody who voted for me cheered for me love me thank you and even when she came out you heard when she was singing too she came Ooh. out there singing that endangered species and people, i'm an artist because it's like some people don't really realize that she did broadway she actually has tony awards for doing broadway and she is amazing and it's just crazy 45 years in the game eva Girl. to not get your flowers and to never give up and to get a role like this where it's a a black elementary school by a black writer, woman at that. It's just like I—I I felt like I won yesterday. We won, girl. Yesterday. We 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 won because she won for the culture, and she is the living example of to be tenacious, to stand out there on faith to do this because she loves to do it. Obviously she doesn't do it for awards because she no. should have gotten a million of those a long time ago. But did you see her daughter? Did you see the joy in her daughter's face when yes. they call her mama's name? When I tell you that baby looked like she had fire shoot through her body. She was, so it was beautiful. so beautiful. And as an artist, we do what we do because we love to do it. Mm -hmm. But we also know that people that put in a, a fraction of our effort are put on pedestals so to see our women that we know work so hard just take the night at the Emmys because she wasn't the second one she wasn't the only one it wasn't just Quinta it wasn't just Shirley Ralph your girl my girl our girl Zendaya came yes euphoria listen yes yeah, I do want to say really year. quickly though with for for uh Shirley is that she was actually, and I didn't know this, she was actually supposed to play Sandra on 227. Yes. And Jack K. Harry, Harry is the um only second, the only other woman to be nominated in this same category. And she won for Sandra on 227. Yep. So that goes to show you what's meant for you it's still it. gonna be for you because she could have been bitter and been like oh man why she get that she didn't do that she was supportive she stayed and and that's something jack a said she was like she's been somebody that's a great friend in my life but mm -hmm. for me to have gotten this role over her and i won and now for her to be the only the second black woman to win as well that you gotta god if god ain't real 
Listen. But shout out Zendaya. <laughs> shout, okay, no. So next to young one, Zendaya, she also won an Emmy for the second year in a row for Euphoria wow. as the youngest person to win in the leading actor category twice. Well Her deserved. speech was so beautiful. She's so soft. She mm -hmm. spoke to all the rules out there. I think it's so dope to anybody that knows anything about that show. She suffers from substance abuse, a young person just trying to figure out her life and her representing all I'm those- I'm today. Listen, that are in the struggle. <laughs> no, you give it, you giving what it's supposed to be given. I'm giving but, Rue today. But seriously <laughs> though, for those that are trying to figure life out that don't have it all the way together, that are stumbling along the way, the way in which she embodies that character and she talks about carrying their stories with her and with Rue, it was just so beautiful. And then my girl, when I tell you it's bad chick o'clock, yes, it's thick. 30. She what you know I love me some Lizzo. Come on, Lizzo. Lizzo won for the show. I told y'all to watch. I told y'all this show. Did talk about was this show. Different. I told you it was trendsetting. I started in reality television when they right. didn't even have a category to name it. They didn't even know right. it wasn't even called reality TV. Mm -hmm. Lizzo did something different this year with her competition show. It's called Lizzo. Watch out for the big girls. She did her thing so well deserved, putting all those girls on that platform. But the best of them all, I must say, is our man came out with the white fur, right? Daniel himself. Oh my God. Y'all know him as Little Gerard Carmichael. Oh, Y'all know him as Gerard Carmichael, but Mr. Ray Daniel came through. He, I feel like that was the first time he was able to be on stage in his true self. To have he was giving safari. Stop he, it. He, he was giving. No, he was giving what he wanted to give because the, it his was entire. Too hot. His entire stand-up is all about living in this box of what the world says he's supposed to be. Him not being able to be openly gay. Him not being able to be having to wear a mask in everything he does. Now, maybe he could use a stylus. A lot of us can use a stylus. No, no, I no. I like, mean, because it was too hot for that fur coat with the shirt off. That's it. a lot of air conditioner in there. And it most <laughs> likely was giving all that it was supposed to give. I just I ain't see no hard nipples. I didn't I, see hard nipples. I just see Why was you his looking at nipples? his nipples, love? I mean, guess they was looking at me. Let me put my bra back on. Y'all listening to the Undressing Road podcast presented by Macy's. It's going all the way down. And speaking of going down. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. What is going on with Ray J? Now, the Kardashians don't seem to be having a good week behind it. And Kris Jenner, she's doing a little uh, damage control. So her and Kylie went on the Late Late Show with James Corden. Okay. And she did a lie detector test. Now, the lie detector test that she did, I didn't think it was. I thought it was just a bit. You know what I mean? I didn't think it was real. I thought it was just supposed to be for fun. You, think it, you thought it was BS? Yeah, I thought it was mm. just BS. But uh, during the lie detector test, she was asked, if she helped Kim release her sex tape while she was hooked up to that polygon, did she or did she not help her? She right. said no. And the people said, okay, she's telling the truth. Well, Ray J was not here for At that all. whatsoever. Cause he says she damn sure did. And not only did she do it, but I have the receipts to prove it. Okay. So he went on social media and he said that Chris Jenner is the mastermind behind the tape. Like, oh, come on. Did we really not know that? Like, 
Kim, Chris, get the hell out of here. No, we now, honestly, we didn't know that, Lo, because nobody in their right mind would think that a mother would have their daughter do a sex tape. Please no, not on. a mother, a Kardashian. This <laughs> Well, uh, anyway, Ray J then started to go in on all of them. And he said, y'all all effed with the wrong black man. I know that's right. Then he continued. That shit called Santa Barbara sex. Her mama made us go shoot it for safety. She watched the mother and said, hey, we're going to go with the first one because the first one is better. It gives my daughter a better look than the second one that I made y'all go do. But you watched it. And made a decision, and then you get on to whatever show you was on and take a lie detector test with a fraud. He also pulled up the guy that was doing the lie detector test, and the guy has all these tutorials on how to cheat a polygraph test. So no! Like, no, I'm dead serious. The same exact guy. He got the guy. He said the guy is a fraud. Now, they saying he said that Chris advised them to reshoot many of the scenes that came out because she wanted a better look for Kim. Now, he has years and years worth of text and DMs, and he also revealed that the contract that was signed mm -hmm. for the sex tape to distribute mm -hmm. was forged. Kim actually signed his signature. And to oh. prove his point, he compared Kim's handwriting to the contracts. Boom. Oh, I wish we had sound effects because I'll go. And up to this point, right, Chris has repeatedly and repeatedly denied being involved in the whole thing. But with these receipts that Ray J is pulling out, uh, it's giving your mama a lie, you a lie, y'all awesome lies. Now, and it's giving, it's giving yeah. for years, I just stood in the back because I didn't want to add no more fuel to it. But what you're not going to do is continuously lie on me. That's what it's giving. Do you giving. get what I'm saying? Oh, Ray J is sick of it. And this is the same. Don't forget, her family has stolen from his family. They were friends. They've sued them in court and gotten had, the Kardashians had to pay back Brandy and that mama and, and Ray J and that mama. So this is like ongoing. They've been messing with them for quite some time. The origin story of how she even came about. She used to be Brandy's stylist, right? Exactly. That's how and she stole. She stole from Brandy and they ended up coming to Brandy for the balance of whatever it was. And they ended up having to sue them and they paid them back. So a social media user said LMAO at Ray J exposing stuff we already knew. Who cares two decades later? All of y'all were adults and consent to everything from the tape release. N-word, you was famous for one back then. Should have had your own team and made sure you became a billionaire. Now, do you think that, I, like, this is this is what the person said, not me, because I definitely don't agree with this. I am tired of the rants from everybody like Ray J. And by the way, she stole $800,000 worth of stuff. What? She was using their credit cards, charging things, doing all kinds of stuff because obviously they had access to their accounts. So they did get sued. But well, um, they obviously had some money. If you got $800,000, you can steal from somebody. So don't talk about what Ray J or Brandy need to be doing because they was off obviously doing something well enough to have almost a million dollars being able to be stolen. We're from talking them. about Brandy and Ray J. They definitely, Chris Jenner was nothing compared to uh, Ray J and Brandy. And Sonya Norwood. Yeah, exactly. When they came to, to professional careers, I'm not talking about these shenanigans and scandals. So uh, what do you think pushed him to speak out again? Was it Kanye or do you think Kim and Chris will respond this time to the allegations? I think what I think Ray J. I, well, 
it's obvious that Ray J decided he was going to put this whole topic to bed a long time ago. Right. But see, Kim continues to use it as antics for her show. So when she brought Kanye on there and they flying to come get some uh, MacBook from him at an airport and doing all this extra stuff and all of it is a lie, I feel like at, some, at, at a certain point as a man, you feel like, look, I'm not going to speak on it. You don't speak on it. But if you don't speak on it, tell the truth. And you Every know, day. I know the truth. Every week she bringing this sex tape up. Y'all Every put it to week. bed. You got mad other things going on. Why do you keep... And the fact that even when he showed those text messages of her saying like, oh, well, we just thought that, you know, it was a joke. It's funny to say that. Like a grown man that's not even thinking about you, that's married in a whole nother situation. This is harassment. But then to flip it and try to act like Ray J is the crazy one is beyond me. But this is uh, this is definitely uh, up their alley to go ahead and to demonize the black man. This isn't the first time. I mean, look now at Kanye. you're cooking with grease, Eva. Thank I'm you. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, look at Kanye. And to me, it's a, a reason to deflect what's going on with her and Pete the Skeet and to deflect what's going on with Kanye to go ahead and throw Ray back in there and let's just talk about him to make somebody else look like the bad guy so we can all go and rally around her. And being a woman and being taken advantage advantage of is one thing, but it's definitely different when you are a, the conductor on this ship or on this train, you laid the tracks and you decided to ride this ride. Like stop playing with me. And Ray well, let J me ask is, you a question. Let me ask you a question. So everybody's crazy except for Kim and her family. So Ray J's crazy. Kanye's crazy. Chris Humphreys is crazy. Lamar Odom is crazy. Ooh, you took oh, it back to Chris Humphreys. I'm just saying all these people is crazy. And Kim, you and your mama that watches you have sex are the same people. You and your mama who sold your sex tape and orchestrated this whole career around you having sex with somebody and made you reshoot it. They Y'all not the crazy ones. It's I couldn't Kanye even imagine. That's not even civil. I couldn't even imagine. Not enough money in the world. You know what will drive enough. you crazy? What? When somebody in this, because this has happened to me, when somebody keeps treating you or talking to you or moving around you like you're stupid. Yep. And that's well, what these that's what these guys are going to. Well, you know like, what the definition of insane is, right? To continue to do the same thing, but to expect yes. a different result. But I don't understand why we keep giving them chances. I'm so Kardashian out. I've been saying that since the first Unjustified podcast even you, was I created. Mean, you is not a, you not a fan. Let's talk about who I am a fan <laughs> of, though. <laughs> Nikki. Okay, well, it seems as though little Kim has a lot of smoke for 50 cents. Why would you want to have smoke for 50 Cent, child? Well, but why are you having smoke with the queen? What is the problem? Little Kim don't mess with nobody. And you from New York. I'm from L.A. But yeah. I've been in this business for 20 years and I know the queen. When I tell you Kim is the nicest, the softest spoken, the sweetest, the hi and oh, she's yeah. such a sweet woman. What is 50's problem? What beef does she have with my good sis? <laughs> well, now little Kim is saying that she's actually as nice as you say she is. She says she's the most disrespected legend in the game. Fast. And I think I might have to agree with her on this one. Now, uh, she recently hopped on a track of Meg the Stallions is called Plan B. Now, okay. when she kicks off the song, she goes, you up, your daddy's up, your son is up, or whatever the case, right? And mm -hmm. throughout her saying, and, and it's the B word that I'm blinking out, mm -hmm. and throughout her saying that fans put two and two together in their own mind and also probably 50 Cent in his own mind, and they basically said that she was talking about Nicki Minaj's 
two-year-old son, Papa Bear. What? The but what? What about, about that? And maybe I missed something because you're an artist, so yeah. you know music better than I do. Was there anything in there that interpreted her speaking ill on Nicki Minaj's child? Like I, I mean, I didn't say, I didn't hear that. So two things. Sometimes when you put a narrative out there and you're somebody as big as 50 Cent, people run with it without even looking at the backstory. Okay. So um, 50 Cent and Nicki Minaj, they both from the same hood, Queens. They really close. And basically 50 was like, yo, you need to come at Kim because she talking about your son and look at her daughter's eye. Now, what? yes, now her know. daughter's eight years old. And, um, you know, everybody thought that 50, like maybe that was a little bit too far. Now the history of Kim and 50. That is, no one just thought that it was a little too far. It is disgusting, it's disgusting. to take any personal beef and talk about an innocent eight-year-old child. I'm a mother disgusting. of an eight-year-old little girl. And if you yeah. said anything about my child, we, this would be court findings today and I will be on the docket. That is and disgusting. I want to say exactly what he said. He said, at Nicki Minaj, you better light her ass up and I'm watching. She said something about the baby. Her baby eye is effed up. LOL. What? And then he put the emoji that kind of, I guess, was supposed to look like the daughter's eye. Which her father, Mr. Papers, had the condition. Where it's like a lazy eye, I, I believe, unless it's something um, more complex than that. I understand it to be a lazy eye and they, she looks like her dad. So she has a lazy eye too. And I don't think that there's anything funny about making fun of an eight year old. The audacity child. to talk about an eight year old little girl, you uncle. Especially when you're mad. You yeah, are, you're a father though. Not only just a man, well, you are a how, dad. Look at how he treats his kids. So I wouldn't like Marquise, his oldest kid. They said that he set the fire to the house while he was in it. So I'm not about to, and the mother, because remember he had issues with her. Again, this is speculations. I don't know. I'm not going to confirm or deny that. But so what's come the history on. of their beef? Like, why does does the 50 Cent feel the need to troll little Kim and then bring Nikki to, to be his tag team? Like, what is the beef? What don't I know? Well, according to little Kim, this is all over the fact that he... Asked her out on a dinner date and she stood him up some way, somehow. She said she couldn't come or whatever. Now, you know, this is what little Kim is saying. Now, the two of them do have a song together from back in the day, Magic Stick, right? And they were fine. They were friends and everything. Some people said it had to do with the filming of the video, the splits on the songs. We don't really know. But according to Kim, it was simply because he asked her out and she she didn't show. So, oh, um, so he got he bitter because he got curved. That's what she says. That's what she says. This whole thing, and she you even talk like, about someone's child because you mad because they did not want to go out with you. But does it make sense that you're asking her why she's talking about somebody else's child and then you're talking about hers? I mean, that doesn't a, make sense. There's a little hypocrisy in the morning yeah. for you. I'm just and let's saying. be real. If somebody was to talk about his little half Asian baby, I don't think he would be sitting there being all cuckoo kiki. And I love 50. But we don't need on. to talk about nobody's baby. That's my thing. Like, and, and it's not a reality television thing. It is a human thing. Kids are off limits they are right. children these are babies they did not ask to be here and the situations that they are in are because of us parents and us adults that have them in those situations so instead of talking mess about someone's child how about you get on your knee and pray for that yeah. family like it's That's so disgusting true. to me there is some other things that play a part in it and why 50 may think that she was talking about Papa wow. Bear. 
And that's because there's a beef brewing and there's something that's kind of already been there, but people are just now really finding out. And there's issues between Meg Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj did Queen Radio the other day and they said mm -hmm. that she was subbing Meg Thee Stallion with certain things that she said to the point where apparently they were, she didn't say who, but she said mm -hmm. she was with a, one of the girls and she said, your one of your favorite rappers is what she said. She said she was trying to force her to drink while they were together, but she was actively trying to have a child. And the girl told her, girl, don't worry, you could just go to the clinic. So that was said. And then when Kim, well, that was a little after, but Kim did the song with Meg Thee Stallion. So people are just speculating maybe she joined forces with her because neither one of them like her. And then the next but she thing, never she, specified who 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 that she didn't know what well, artist well, was. No, no, she never specified. But Meg did respond and say that it oh, that's lies, it's not me. But little Kim also said, I never said a word about anyone's child. Please feel free to listen to the song where we were clearly talking about an ex. To try to twist my words to have an excuse to take digs at my child is absolutely disgusting. I'm one of the most disrespected legends in the game. But what you will not do is come for my child. So Back. I don't care what's going on around it. Leave the kids out of it. Leave, leave the, the kids, kids out, of it. out of it. And leave. You know what? All I got to say is I don't think that Nikki, uh, that Kim was talking about Nikki at all. I feel like Nikki has always been very vocal and very bold. Slide into my next topic of as bold as Onika can be. More recently, Garcelle Bouvier was mm -hmm. on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and her son is being bullied and trolled online. And then she did a scene and she got a bit emotional talking about how she wants people to leave her child alone and stop bullying my child, stop leaving comments. Now, mind you, her son is a teenager, so it's definitely different than a two-year-old or an eight-year-old right. child. But what Nikki said, she said, and she said it with her entire chest. Yeah. Not, not to be confused, no subliminals, no play play. So Nikki is talking about how Garcelle is all in her feelings and wanted to know why she didn't keep that same energy while she was on her show, The Real, which is now canceled, um, mm. talking mess about her child. I know we got that audio. Let's hear what Woo. Nikki has to say. They wanted ratings. And the next thing that happened to them, they were canceled. And now this lady is on one of the real housewives talking about, leave my son alone. Don't leave comments under my son's page. If you can't feel this, stand up. Get the fuck out the kitchen, bitch. Do you care about my son, bitch? Did you care about my son? I see why that white man left you, bitch. You know, and sometimes karma comes back at you in different situations. It's unfortunate that your son is dealing with the situation. But like she said, and sometimes I got to be mindful of when I say certain things as well. And I get keep keep getting put in certain situations where I'm like, damn, um, maybe I should be a little bit more careful with my words. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. then you end up coming across a person and they end up being really nice people or whatever the case. And you judge them based off of the Internet or what you heard or certain situations. And you you're quick to say something. But sometimes you got to give people grace. And yeah. with them, they just automatically jump to being to going on the side of the people that kind of don't like Nikki. Like, oh, she's exactly. a pedophile. Her, her brother's a pedophile. Because the moment I said something to Nicki Minaj the other day online, everybody started coming at me like, yeah, but her brother's a pedophile. And I'm like, 
what the hell does that have to do with what we talking about right here? I just thought it was funny that they told her she should have dragged Lonnie Love. And she said, now, you know, I can't do that by myself. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Y'all better leave my Lonnie Love I alone. Was funny. I like Lonnie, but that was a good joke. I love Lonnie. I love the joke. ladies of the real. And I bleed for Nicki Minaj, baby. You but already yeah, know I'm a full bar. When you snap at somebody, be prepared for them to snap back. That's the thing. And when That's you give it. opinions about someone's family, when you give opinions about things that are only alleged, that have no actual merit or basis or have not been found guilty, be prepared for whatever it is that's going to come back. Reciprocity is a thing, Pooh. So if that's you can right. say it, like Nikki said, if you can say it, if you can't stand the heat, then get out the kitchen. Don't sit around Man, and talk about somebody else's family if you don't want somebody talking about yours. I always thought those conversations was a little out of their demo anyway. Like, Garcelle shouldn't even really know who Nikki is because, like, when she was... You would have to be MC, under a rock if you didn't MC know who Nikki Light. is. No, I mean, like, she she's more like an MC Light era. So, like, you know when I think about, like, stop, older stop, women... Stop, talk, stop, stop, stop. She can stop. Nikki is that one to where it don't like, matter Garcelle's what... like 60 now. Like, leave, a, like, leave Nikki young self alone for Leave you. Nikki like, to us that love her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, girl. That's why y'all cancel. Oh, oh, oh. You're listening to the Undressing Room Podcast <laughs> presented by Macy's. Do yourself a favor. Go ahead and check out our personal Macy's shopping page at macy's.com slash the whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. Dressing room. So it's been a very light show, but something super, super ha sad happened over the weekend in my city. And L'Oreal, please let the people know what went down. Oh, I can't stand this. And this is a big part of the reason why L.A. has become one of those places where either you got to really, really watch yourself or you just don't go because crime has been getting out of hand all over the country, but especially in major cities like Atlanta, Chicago, and especially L.A., especially with these robberies and these home invasions and the gang violence. So we've seen crime get more crazier than normal. I know one Day, I was in LA one week for the Kanye and Drake concert mm -hmm. and the chief of police actually came on TV and said, it's like the purge out here. There's nothing we could do to help you. So stay where you are and don't even come to LA. When I saw that, it not only the police chief telling you that there's nothing that they could do to help you. That's one of the scariest things. And this week, sadly, uh, Philly rapper PNB rock. Oh my gosh. Devastating, devastating. The video, I don't know if you've seen, I opened it by mistake because somebody DM'd it to me and I thought it was something else. And just to see him on the ground, blood everywhere, it just was totally devastating. He was shot and killed during a robbery at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in South Central LA. While he I was, was going to say, family. not just any, I, I grew up in South Central. I grew up in yeah. the hood hood. So yeah, that's we have a few... Uh, Roscoe's people know of the one off of Sunset and Gower. That's where a lot of like the, you know, people that want to be down with us, but in Hollywood. Yeah. And we got the new one that we built over there by the airport off of Manchester. Then yeah. you have the one on Pico and La Brea. But the original Roscoe's, the one that I grew up going after church is Maine and Manchester. And honestly, if you not, 
if you not from the town, if you not from there, you don't eat there. Like you don't you go, if you're not with somebody from the town, if, if you, you don't know there, don't like do if, it. you know what I'm saying? Like somebody's grandmother or somebody like in the neighborhood is cool, but you cannot come from the other side of town or from a whole nother hood without paying hood tax, sit there banging in that Roscoe's. It's not the one. And like, furthermore, like he's had a lot of incidents in LA and a lot of artists, a lot of artists get robbed in LA, you know, just thinking things is sweet and regular people get robbed. Everybody, they was robbing girls eating outside, like girls, like they didn't care who they was. Who LA they is not was, Hollywood, y'all. Yeah, LA just, is not Hollywood. Let me just tell you, I'm from LA. Hollywood South ain't Central. Hollywood no more. But it's not the same. Like once it's you not. pass the other side of the 10 freeway, once you on the other side of the 110, that puts you in what's considered like the bluff in Atlanta. Like don't do it. And but so girl, they is, robbed somebody at Mr. Childs in Beverly Hills. So if you think uh, that this can't happen to you, it's it's not safe. Now he recently spoke on a podcast about attempted robberies and things that has happened with him prior in L.A. And while he spoke on that, he did say that, you know, his girlfriend is often very, like, oblivious to things that that go on around. Like, mm-hmm. she's thinking, you know, everyone loves him, and we're good, and we're sitting. And she probably, that's probably because he makes her feel so protected. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he's been going through it, and many people on social media were saying that not only should he have not been in that dangerous area, but his girlfriend actually posted a picture of her plate before, uh, I guess, when she got it or whatever, and posted it and tagged the location. So people are blaming her, saying that because she posted this minutes It's prior. not her fault. It's, it's not, not her, her fault. fault. She prior. should be able to go and eat with her boyfriend at a restaurant, be it small as chicken and waffle or as big as Mr. Chow's, be able to take a picture and pin it and not end up dead. Like, exactly. come on. And then to be here, sitting there while this happens, you're sitting right in front of him, and to have the whole social media attacking you because you took a picture with your boy. First of all, she wasn't hiding the phone when she took the picture. She ain't got to hide because she's been with this man forever. They have a nine-year-old and a two-year-old. They're, this is not only his girlfriend, his child's mother. And this is somebody that he loved. 30 years old, Lori. 30 years old. And let me tell you something. Instead of them blaming the bum that decided that he didn't want to work a job and instead tried to kill someone because they didn't want to give up their chains. First of all, you still got nothing. Now you're going to be in jail forever. You got something. You got to have life. You're going to have life. You don't have a life, though, because you took this. This is what you do to take other people's. We got to stop blaming each other. Like we're so detrimental to to ourselves that to jump on this woman when she's already. And then this, the most disgusting thing I've seen, because a lot of artists jumped in Nicki Minaj and Cardi. And it seemed like they were on opposing sides. I hated that because it's like, don't make this about y'all beef, too. Like say it, and I get not saying that that's what they were doing, yeah. but you know that's what it. And the then over. the worst thing of all was Kodak what? Black. I'm disgusted. I've what never been say? more disgusted in my life. He went on social media and said that he was on the phone with PNB Rock the night before. He said, "Normally these things don't bother me. Life goes on," is what he said. When somebody dies, life goes on. That's part of life. I don't even think about it. He said, "But I was on the phone with him last night, and we talked about him reviving his career and really coming out here popping his stuff." He said, "So that could kill herself." So at first, I was like, "He's maybe he's talking about the person that killed him." No, he's talking about the baby mother. And let me explain something to you. 
She killed herself then what? They got two kids. Right. She got two kids. You going to take care of them Kodak Black? You going to help their family out? You going to feed their family? They already lost their daddy. No. I mean, what more do you I'm need? Disgusted. They're sitting here. It is so, I could not imagine losing my husband with my nine-year-old child and a two-year-old in the midst of all of this going on and having to figure it out on my own. And then on top of that, having the whole world against me because they blame me just for being a human, just for being a, his woman, just for being there. And let's be clear. When it comes to my city, you have to pay your taxes. So if you're not paying your hood tax, it's a lot of people that have been robbed. It's a lot of people that That's have right. been stumped out. And they're just a bit too embarrassed to say it. I just feel like if people were more honest about this, how much I paid on this, and I'm over here doing that. Talk about how when you went to L.A., you can't just run up or you're going to get done up. And maybe you will save somebody else's life. That's you know what right. I'm saying? That's why I appreciate Lauren London and Nipsey talking about the marathon continues because this is not play play. This is not a video game. This is not Xbox. This is life. And this is how people really play their life. So unless right. you really with the thump thump, sit down, be a musician. Either yeah. you a gangster or you not. This is not TV. You ain't mad up. It's so frustrating. And, but that's the only problem is that like you, there's people out there that are playing by their life, but then there's people that's not and they get dragged into it. And and that's what my whole issue is. It's like, you want to be a gangster, be a gangster amongst gangsters. Don't come to somebody that's trying to get their life together. That's with their wife and kids and their girl and kids. Like that's some sucker stuff. And I get that they don't care no more and they doing things to kids. They talking about kids. They robbing girls. Y'all don't have no morals and y'all are- Well, we got to reset the standard low. Like, I mean- it's a matter of what we choose to accept in our community and what we choose to embrace and what we don't. And per even Marcel and L'Oreal starring L'Oreal on Instagram and the Undressing Room podcast, we don't condone that. We don't condone we, bullying and, children at all. At all. None of that. And we it's don't condone cool. robbing and stealing. We all got to get up and work a job. And furthermore, how you stealing from the less the people that's making the least out of everybody? Us. Like, you look at those billionaire Forbes lists, it's only a few black names on there. So why are you attacking your own people that try to bring to the community and try to make the community better? These these men are helping the black community. Everybody so that, that young golf thing. Like, I mean, It's disgusting. On. It's jealousy. It's, it's go get a job. And you had the same years and 24 hours in a day that PNB Rock has. So if you so mad that he got a chain and you don't, go to work. Like, go do something. Or go but to the kiosk. And go now. get a cheap one at the mall, or you can go get a, a nice, beautiful one at Macy's, but you don't have to take one off of somebody's neck. No. Are you Speaking moving different nowadays, Eva? Oh, oh, I'm definitely moving different. You know, you don't ever see me without my person. I always got somebody yeah. with me. I live in a right to carry state. I get everybody is different, but uh, I always got my cousin in my glove, stayed on ballet right. mode all day. It, yeah, Atlanta's because Atlanta's just as bad. It's run up and get done up season for everybody. I won't even valet my car anymore. Give me my keys. Here go $100. No, my I car is standing in the front yeah. so that if I need to get in, we're getting in and we're ready because I'm someone's mother. They depend on me. I got a family to feed. My husband depends on me. I can't imagine, not even for my own personal, what it would do to my family if something happened to me. So I stays on my P's, Q's, dot my I's across every single T. And the holidays are coming up, so it only oh. gets worse. So can y'all please raise y'all sons a little better and and love on them and something so they're not taking other people's lives away, other people's family away from them instead. Like Little I don't, babies, gotta, daddies and stuff. I'm like, so oh. Okay, we got to address this final question because you know what? 
I don't know about this. I'm a little indifferent. Okay. Now, we're going to switch reels and go to something a little light. But I feel like when you talk about engagement and proposals, it should always be like unicorns and fairies and sunshine. In this instance, I don't know. So Raquel Gates puts up on Twitter. It says, men, if your girlfriend is finishing a marathon, accepting an award, walking the runway to close out a collection that she designed or taking a moment to celebrate a big individual accomplishment that she worked hard for. Newsflash, this is not the moment to propose marriage. At all. Rajah Rondow, we all know him. I remember when Rajah used to play for Boston. I'm not yeah. sure exactly mm -hmm. what team he's playing for nowadays, but he has a beautiful girlfriend. Beautiful is an understatement. She is a full bombshell. She walked Fashion Week this week. Um, okay. And Rajah thought it was a great opportunity at the fashion show her moment, not the basketball game, not the championship, uh -huh. not in the locker room, not in his box, but right. to do it at her moment, drop on one knee and propose. Many people thought it was so beautiful and a great gesture. She looks like she was extremely happy. But then so, a lot of people have taken to Twitter, to Instagram, to voice their frustration about men who are taking this one moment from these women that work so hard for this one moment only to flip it and make it about the chivalry that is them. Oh, so Lord. do you agree that it was a beautiful thing? Or do you think that Rajal, unlike a lot, just like a lot of these other men that took their woman's moment, should have maybe waited for a different time space and planned the opportunity to actually make that memorable proposal? Absolutely. Um, the only thing I can say, unless he paid for everything at the fashion show, because then that would make it his event. <laughs> so, you know, I always got to do the flip side. But, but this is her moment. This is her chance to shine. Like you said, you done had your championships. You got your games every day. You could have did it at a game. You could have, if you want to give up a moment, let it be your moment you're giving up. Not why she can't have two moments. She can have two moments, like, and it should be something that, like, very special just to whatever y'all got going on. Yes, this may have been a life dream of hers. She accomplished a goal. So why are you going to attach yourself to that? Now, just say, y'all don't work out. Now, her life goal is always going to be attached to you proposing to her. But the and thing is, fair. he could have still fair. proposed that night, right? So this is what it's given for me. It's given, I'm in a fashion show. My man is there supporting me. I'm on a full high. I'm feeling so good. The show wraps up. I put my clothes back on. We go out to dinner. We celebrate me walking in fashion week. We walk back into the hotel room. It's laid out. You propose. He still could have proposed the same day, but That's taking true. that moment away from her where everyone was there to actually give her her flowers in that second, I think it was a bit selfish. And I think I'll leave it to not being thought out. I don't think he tried to steal the moment, but he did. He definitely stole the moment and I don't like it. And you want to have things be attached 
to its own. Like you said, you could have did it at dinner after. You could have even did it before so that she could have made the announcement and be like, by the way, y'all, I'm a married, I'm an engaged woman. Like, do it before the dinner that the night been before. Cute. That would have been cute. Because then she could have did her announcement and then walked down and did like this. Like, he put a ring on it and let her decide to make y'all announce it. Yeah. Or whatever yes. the case. Yes. Do that on your own time, but don't don't take away from her and what she's built. She worked really hard, I'm pretty sure, to get a whole collection. I don't like people that, that get married or get engaged on their birthday. I'm not trying to share my birthday me with neither. my engagement. Like, let me have that day. Anniversary. Let's have another day. It's not because you're trying to mix your gifts in the one. Rondo, you're, you're not slick, you cheat. <laughs> you're not slick, you cheat. You shine just, it's just like you didn't have to pay for dinner or none of that after. You did it right there. So you like, all y'all MFs is here. So we just going to get this out the way so we ain't got to call nobody. We ain't got to. But that's Listen, not right. It that's wasn't right. right. But before we close out today's uh, uh, podcast, I do have to give an honorable mention to Serena Williams, who did walk the Vogue fashion show uh, last night. L'Oreal and I were at dinner at Catch, and we saw them the night before, literally setting up yes. for this show. And we were trying to figure out we what they were doing. We were trying to sneak in it the day before. It was it was <laughs> 24 hours later. But it was super dope to see the queen of tennis, the GOAT of all times, as she puts down her racket this year and finishes playing, pick up oh, some heels in that gown and walk that runway in that silver dress. Queen Serena Williams, we see you. You shut Fashion Week down. Now, that was our final question to undress. And if you want your question to be undressed, all you have to do is follow us on Instagram at the Undressed Room Podcast. Slide in them DMs, and boom, mm, you know they like to slide in your DMs. Y'all can do that too. We'll we'll get into that next week, so y'all can still slide into my DMs. Yes, uh, L'Oreal, that is, and that's at Starring L'Oreal. S T A R R I N G. L-O-R-E-L. And I definitely know y'all been paying attention because I got a lot of DMs up in there. So oh, make paying sure. attention. Yeah, so we'll definitely undress those next episode. And you're listening to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. Check out our personal Macy's shopping page at Macy's.com slash the Undressing Room. And, you know, they have to log on just in case they haven't seen any of the rest of our episodes. Okay. They can go ahead and log on to the undressingroompod.com for episodes. And they can go ahead and find that link to the shopping page. It's a one-stop shop, baby. Woo, I will say, Eva, shout out to all our new listeners. Because I know we've gotten a lot of new listeners. So shout out to y'all for knowing the right place to come. Because it's obviously the undressing room. Yeah, so it's, which means that my bra was on the floor. Let me get up and pick up my bra real fast. Nancy. <laughs> Ta-ta for now. Bye. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, Eva Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cole tyner Associated producer Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and corporate partnership, Josh Romani. Michelle Marino and Kadisha Campbell. Research, Lori Hall Flowers. Digital marketing, Sam Styers. J.R. Davis and Tim Hall. Digital creative, Alvin Francis. Content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode.